Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. All right, so we got some games. We got some games. Let's just kind of recreate the magic of what we did in the uh, in the break. Yeah, let's do it. Arkansas, nine and a half point dogs to Gonzaga. Oh, my gosh. Nine and a half. The line moved from seven to nine and a half Smart. in record, record time. Smart. Arkansas, what are you guys thinking? It feels like you love Gonzaga in this spot. Yeah, Gonzaga by a trillion. Uh, played it this morning. I woke up this morning and was prepping for the show. Played Gonzaga the first thing this morning. I played Gonzaga, and I played the first half between uh, the Pelicans and the um, – who did they even play? I don't even care. The Charlotte Hornets, first mm-hmm. half. That's the first two, two things I played. This is the thing about the uh, Gonzaga Zags. They're way better than Arkansas. Okay, I don't think the Razorbacks have the scoring punch to hang around with the best team in the country. Arkansas, 13 for 55 from three-point range over their last three games. That's so bad. They have failed to hit 30% uh, from three-point range in their six of their last seven games. They rank last in offensive efficiency of the teams remaining in the tournament per Kim Palm. And also, on top of that, they're seven spots behind Texas Tech offensively, 21 spots behind Providence. Yeah. Uh, they can't score. And with that being the case, I can't take you against Gonzaga, even if your defense is decent. I mean, I look at their defense as well, and everybody says, well, you got to get physical with them, and uh, they can present the closest matchup to what Memphis had, but Memphis had more guys, more talent, and they're more physical. Uh, I do think Arkansas has a nice defense, but still, I'm not in on them. The scoring punch of Gonzaga. We look at Drew, uh, not Drew Timmy, we look at uh, Chet Holmgren. Only had nine points in the last game. They still end up winning that game. At some point, they still have yet to have a game where they all put it together and show that true Gonzaga fashion of basketball where they're all hitting on all cylinders and playing excellent basketball on both sides of the floor. I think it comes against Arkansas. Drew Timmy left earth. Everybody was talking trash about his name. Saw what he did in the second half of that game. One of the most impressive performances I've seen in a March Madness tournament in, in recent history. He just Especially, took over. He just took over, and that that was just phenomenal from Drew Timmy. Uh, look at Gonzaga. I don't have to give you the numbers, but I'll tell you one thing. They're the number one offensive team per Kim Palm. Yeah. Um, it just can't be stopped. Andrew Nimhard, who nobody ever talks about because he's not Chet or Drew Timmy, he had 23 points. If it was for Timmy going nuclear in the second half, Nimhart was the reason why they were even in that game in the first place. And their guard play is going with their big, with their front court is going. They are unstoppable. Uh, Arkansas, little tidbit to, to hang your hat on. They are one in six when teams hit 46% or better from the field uh, against them. Look at Gonzaga. They have only made, they've only shot under 46% four times this season. 
four times this season they've only shot under 46 yeah. percent most the most efficient offense in college basketball the most upside uh, in terms of offense in college basketball I leave the eight and a half with Gonzaga I think they win by double digits that's why that line is no longer eight and a half it's now nine and a half at BetMGM and creeping up wouldn't surprise me if before Thursday it closes at 11. I think this gets out of hand. And if it gets to 11, I don't know if I can touch it, but I think Arkansas is a great story. They've won me some money, but Gonzaga's the real deal, and they're going to show everybody and their mama on Thursday. Yeah, I agree. And I think, like, them getting a scare from Memphis, again, I, I don't think – I Memphis would beat Arkansas, right, I, on a neutral. I, I If they play the way that they played, like, the last yes. month, the last yes. two months of the season – I think Memphis actually beats the Zags if Penny Hardaway, if Larry Brown is the head coach and like takes a timeout. I mean, they were like gasping for air, and Penny's like, "Nope, run it." I was like, "Come like, a timeout, man," because yeah. I wanted them to win that one outright. Because I sprinkled on the money line, I did take the double digits. They just got gassed. But like, I think Memphis is a better team than Arkansas, and I think this is going to be very beneficial for the Zags that they were tested, man. Because like last year, they go to the national title game, they were minus one twenty, like pre-tournament. Like, not before that game on the money line. They were, like, minus 175 or whatever it was, but they were minus 110 uh, to win it all. And uh, I just feel like that test was a good thing. I think that now you're not going to sneak up on them. I think Timmy's, I mean, when he plays like that, he's just ridiculous, man. And I think they're going to blow out Arkansas. And uh, I played that immediately at 8. I'd still play it at 9.5. You still would? I haven't officially played it. I'm a little scared at that number, but I totally get where you guys are coming. Another game that I think we're split on, Michigan-Villanova. I am playing... I am going to play Michigan plus four and a half simply because I feel like Hunter Dickinson right now is just one of those X factors that really changed the game, not only from his ability to shoot from three, but just bang down low. Villanova doesn't have nearly the level of size, I think, to compete with him and bang with him on the boards. I know Michigan's trash. I know Michigan's trash. Nova has some physical dudes, man. They're not all like seven footers, but they can yeah. they wall up and they, they, they do have wall they up. have great they have great size, and they're going to be – I feel like they're going to get into Hunter Dickinson, man. I like Villanova in the game, Trista Crick. I do. What do you say, you, Ryan? What are you taking, Michigan or Villanova? I took Michigan plus five. All right, Texas Tech, Duke. Ooh, no play for me on that right now. I probably lean stay away because it's Duke. You know how I feel about that. I'm with Duke in this spot. Uh, all five of their guys, they have five guys that can have average double-digit uh, scoring in that spot. Uh, they score even well in losses. And I look at uh, Texas Tech. Their defense is cool, but not good enough, I think, to slow down Duke on a great day. So give me Duke as an underdog for the first. Only time they've been an underdog this year was against Gonzaga. They won that game outright. Houston, Arizona. Houston's a one-and-a-half-point dog. Live t- or The total is 145-and-a-half. Houston's a real deal team, man. I feel like getting them as dogs, you can probably end up getting them on the first half. You can get them first half as one-and-a-half-point dogs. I like that. I stayed away from the game. Houston has my heart, but Arizona, man, I think they have a bounce-back game. I bet Houston, it's kind of a mini hedge. I think Houston's going to beat Arizona. That's what the numbers tell me.